0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Morgan's Pop Talks, bringing down the latest in reality TV and pop culture. I'm exhausted, your girl is exhausted. 4 days in Las Vegas. I know that it's Thursday. I know I've had two or three days now to catch up on sleep, but I I can't. I don't know if it's the jet lag. I don't know if it's the fact that I was on such an adre- adrenaline rush all weekend and now I'm back home in Ohio and I'm cold and depressed and just want my job to be running around with Bravo celebrities in Las Vegas, but we're back to reality and it sucks. Um, I said I was going to have some explaining to do. I do have some explaining to do. I want to say first, though, the episode today is going to be a little bit different um, because BravoCon consumed every crevice of my brain for the past week. Um, I'm just going to go over all of the biggest headlines this week and not do a deep dive. So we're not going to do a pop three. We're going to talk about more headlines in depth. But I didn't feel like A, I had enough time or energy to really like dive super deep on anything but we're still going to talk about it all and of course um we have to talk about Tom. It's about Tom. It's about Tom. If you listen to the live from Las Vegas episode, you know, that David and I had our podcast episode crashed by the one and only Tom Sandoval. The most infamous man in America and what you saw or what you heard if you saw the clip on Instagram or if you heard the podcast Was 60 seconds of a 30-minute window, right, that we were all in the same hotel room together. So I said on the gram, you know, you're going to hear this at the end of the podcast, and then I'm going to have some explaining to do. So here's the explaining to do on how David and I ended up in the same hotel room as Sandoval at the end of BravoCon. So obviously here at Heard at Media, we're growing, we're expanding. You love to see it. Um, Katie and Malia from Below Deck and from Winter House are also under the Heard at Media umbrella. And I was really trying hard to get a podcast episode with those two out this weekend, but their schedules are insane and they're ever changing. So I had, you know, an idea that it might not happen, um, but my um, backup plan was to do a podcast episode with David. You know, I said on Sunday at the end of the weekend, like we'll get David's thoughts because this is craziness. It's Looney Tunes town. And now he's in the Bravo sphere deep. So I thought it would be funny to get all of his pop culture opinions. What he thought of the weekend, what panels he liked. I mean, you listen to the episode, you got it. So essentially what I was told Was that David and I could have the five to five thirty time slot, which was perfect for us because you know BravoCon wrapped up around four thirty. We got a ride to the Delano, which is where the um, podcast studio was. The Delano was also the hotel that all of the younger cast were staying at. So Summerhouse, Southern Charm, Vanderpump Rules. In fact, um, another little BTs moment for you. David and I actually rode in Lindsay Hubbard's um, SUV back to the Delano because we were all leaving at the same time. And she was like, what are you guys doing? And I'm like, well, we got to go get an Uber to the Delano. She's like, no, I'm going get in my car. So we're like, okay. So that's how we got there. So anyways, David and I are filming our podcast episode from five to five 30. And like I said, these people's schedules are insane. Even though BravoCon. The official BravoCon ends at like four o'clock, 4.30 every day. They have these after parties that they have to go to, production parties. You know, sometimes they have these, you know, branded parties that they have to go to, whatever. So basically what I knew was that Malia and Katie were going to go right after David and I. And... The deal kind of going into um, David and I recording was I said, okay, because their schedule is so hectic, what David and I can do, we can go in, we can record an episode. And as soon as Katie and Malia get here, we'll wrap it up, you know, like, so we're not going to do a hard and fast five, five 30, whatever. Um, because I knew that they were on the time crunch. So what I did not know at that current time is that the Toms, Tom Schwartz and Tom Sandoval, were the guests of Katie and Malia's podcast episode for that day. What I also was not expecting was that A, Sandoval was going to be way early and B, Tom Schwartz was going to be way late. Okay. So we see Tom peeking in and out, but I don't know who it is. David has a better like line of sight to the door than I did while we were recording the podcast. And all I saw was the door, the door slowly creaking open and shutting, slowly creeping open and shutting, which is when you hear me go, you can come in. And then I realized very quickly who it is. And, you know, I mean, I went back and forth also about posting the clip, but I'm like, screw it. Tom Sandoval walks into your hotel room while you're recording a podcast episode, you're going to have some sort of reaction. I'm not a Bravo celebrity. Like I'm a Bravo content creator, but that's the last thing that I expected. I did expect Katie and Malia to walk through the door. I was not expecting Tom Sandoval to walk through the door. So because Sandoval came in, like I said, you know, our cue was always when the people come in, you guys wrap up so they can get started. So David and I, we didn't talk too much long after Sandoval came in. I did still want to see Katie and Malia because I wanted to talk maybe potential schedules on them coming on an episode of MPT, especially with Winterhouse filming. I didn't know that there would be 20 minutes in between that time, right? 20 minutes between, between the time that David and I say, love you like a sis, peace out from Las Vegas to Katie and Malia walking in the door. And then also another 10 minutes from Tom Schwartz walking in the door. So you guys asked me, in the DMs, if Tom was nice, here's what I will say. I think David and I um we got him at a bad time. He wasn't mean. I, I won't say that. He wasn't overly warm. I think he probably was like, Who are these people? First of all, which <laughs> I'm not mad at that. I get that. Um, second of all, he had just woken up from a nap. So I think he was a little groggy, you know, a little hazy. We all get that. He said he had chugged coffee. Then Schwartz was super, super late. So I think he was getting really aggravated with Schwartz because not only were Katie and Malia um, recording a podcast episode, Tom was recording a podcast episode with Michael Rappaport after that. So all of these things were kind of happening at once. And I think... You know we caught him in the height of that frustration between him and tom schwartz um but we did talk about more um i have to move on but if you want to hear what tom sandoval david and i talked about for 20 minutes it is on the patreon because i love them the most look i'm sorry your girl has to pay for bravo Con one way or another so if you want to support me having the opportunity to be in a hotel room with tom sandoval and my husband okay nothing weird going on subscribe to the patreon pay the $5, and then cancel it for all I care. But if you want to know what we talked about, because we did talk about some stuff, I did talk to his manager about some stuff, Um, the link to Extra Pop is in the show notes. It's already posted, so it's out right now. Today's sponsor is Factor Meals. Finally starting to get warmer. You want to spend your time outside and not in the kitchen. With Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Visit factormeals.com slash poptalks50 and use code poptalks50 to get 50% off your first box, plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Factors Fresh, Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes, so no matter how busy you are, you will always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. You can treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to factormeals.com slash poptalks50 and use code poptalks50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code poptalks50 at factormeals.com slash poptalks50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Um, but let's go ahead and move into other Bravo Con bombshells. So there's a lot of Vanderpump Rules bombshell or a lot of Vanderpump Rules drama at BravoCon this weekend. Um, we got a sneak peek at the new season, which is going to come out in January. (laughs) James Kennedy draws a line in the sand, you know, LVP is talking uh, to Sheena and Lala saying that Tom has lost everything. His business is going up in flames, whatever. It looks like Tom is having some sort of like exorcism. He gives Sheena a hug. Ariana said, Tom tries to kill the dog. You know, we don't know any more details, um, but the trailer looked super intense. Um, the panel was rough. And this is something that we talked to Tom about in the hotel room. You know, um, I understand people wanting to boo him, but at the same time, it's like I didn't pay over a thousand dollars to sit here and listen to people boo for 45 minutes. Like, let him answer Let another cast member like put him in his place and move on. Um, And, you know, as the panel went on, Ariana was getting more and more irritated by the second, um, which I mean, I guess it could be triggering for her being on a stage with her ex in a kilt. I think that would be triggering for anybody. Um, But I also read somewhere down the line that um, Tom Sandoval called her stank face. Um, which it's like, read the room, dude, you're already on thin ice. You probably shouldn't be making comments like that. You know, it's not going to help anything. Um, I mean, I'm not going to call her a stank face, but she definitely was irritated. Um, I don't, I don't know if some of the fan questions were a little rough, right? Like some of them were asking Ariana, what is it going to take for you to move on? And it's like, just leave her alone. Honestly, leave her alone. But there also was some drama that went down with Sheena going back to Tom Sandoval's penthouse to like an after party or something. So the word on the streets is that there was an after party in Tom's penthouse. Tom isn't drinking currently at the moment. Um, That's also something we talked about. Um, Sheena was there and the, her, their castmates found that weird, right? They were like, "Why is Sheena in Tom's penthouse for the after party?" Ariana and Katie were on the red carpet saying it's a weird choice. You know, Katie was like, sheena's continually on the wrong side of things, so I don't understand why she's making these decisions." Sheena said she actually went there to tell Tom to stop saying things like Ariana's a stink face. Um, while I believe Sheena probably did say that to Tom, that's not the reason she went there. Like, let's be honest. Let's be 100% honest. She did not go up there to the after party to rip Tom a new one. She went up there because she wanted to go to the after party and she ripped Tom a new one while she was there. So I don't know. Um, Moving on. Kyle Richards says she misspoke when she used the term divorce on a red carpet press interview. So um, this is a quote from Kyle. She said, I misspoke on the carpet. Two times I had to correct someone when they said divorce, I said separated. And then I went and said it and then it was everywhere. So basically she was on the red carpet. People kept asking, how's your divorce? How's your divorce? And she kept saying separation, separation, separation. So finally, I guess what she's saying is she heard it so many times that she just said, you know, my divorce because everyone had been drilling that into her head all day. I don't know. Sure. Sure. I mean, it's a chaotic environment. Things can slip, but also like if it slips, you should correct it in that moment. Maybe she didn't think about it. I think she's smarter than that. Um, But anyways, um, she said that to Entertainment Tonight. She said that was my bad. She still considers her marriage with Mauricio a success. She said we're a love story. I still love him very much. And then she says, all I know is we love each other. We live under the same roof and we both want what's best for each other. I'm happy that it's amicable right now and I hope it stays that way. She's taking it a day at a time and putting the family first. They also have no prenup. I think they're worth like $100 million. Um, So that's interesting. In the meantime, Mauricio and Emma were spotted out together again. So a lot going on in Beverly Hills. Let today's podcast sponsor is One Skin, and if you have sensitive skin, listen up. We got to talk about their scientifically proven topical supplements. Free from over 1500 chemicals and preservatives that can make skin red and itchy and irritated, all the stuff we hate. Their products are safe for sensitive skin. It's just one of the reasons they've earned the Skin Safe Seal of Approval. One Skin's products are backed by extensive lab and clinical data to validate their efficacy and safety on all skin types. Not only that, they're the first and only skin longevity company to target cellular senescence, a key hallmark of aging. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, one skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer say no more. Get started today with 15% off using code POPTALKS at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code POPTALKS. After your purchase, they're going to ask where you heard about them. Please support the show, support your girl, tell them I sent you because we give credit where credit is due here at MPT. Let's move on to Lindsay Hubbard on the Vile Files. Um, I... She told me on Sunday that she was going on The Vile Files, and I said, why? And she was like, what, what? And I'm like, it's fine, I suppose. But um, in general, I will say, and this is not just subject to Lindsay Hubbard. This is for everybody. I'm really over the let's go on a podcast before this season comes out to get my narrative out there thing. You know, I'm just kind of over it. And it's not Lindsay, you know, like – Ariana did it on Caller Her Daddy. Um, Tom did it on Howie Mandel. You know, we were getting tons of Vanderpump Rules podcasts. And I'm just like, I understand it to an extent. But when you when you have this interview come off the heels of BravoCon, where you had Carl and Lindsay on a stage together, and you got none of the information that she gave on the Vile Files, you're like, why did I spend $1,200 to go to BravoCon? and watch these panels when they're clearly not allowed to talk about it. Why is she allowed to talk about it on the vial files, but not on the panel? It just doesn't make any sense to me. I'm not enjoying it anymore. While there was tea, it also is what I've been telling y'all from the beginning. So like, when are you going to listen to me? When are you going to listen to me? According to Lindsay, it all boiled down to job stress, career stress, Carl not knowing where he wanted to be in five years, 10 years. I've been telling you that. I've been telling you that. I said, it's probably a lot of pressure on Carl getting married, you know, with the gender stereotypes of typically the man being the provider or whatever. And, you know, Lindsay is fine. Like clearly they're, they're both fine. Um, she doesn't need, she doesn't need that type of dynamic. I don't think necessarily because like on the Via files, she said she's not a 1950s housewife. Um, but you know, she was saying on the podcast that it all boiled up when Carl didn't want Lindsay to ask questions or opinion or give opinions about his professional career. Um, she also said that they were in couples therapy for a year. She also said that Kyle and Amanda are in couples therapy, Um, and then what I found interesting was like the walkthrough of the day that it happened. So filming wrapped on a Sunday, I guess this happened on a Tuesday. They got in a fight on Sunday, didn't really talk on Monday. And then Tuesday cameras were at their house. So she says, I'm on this group text with production and Kyle or Carl. And they say, we're coming over. We're filming on Tuesday. Rearrange your whole day. Carl cancels their couples therapy. And she's like, what's going on? What are they coming in to film? Um, and, She said when he asked that question, he kind of popped off and was like, leave me alone. If things don't change, you know, I'm calling off the wedding. A couple hours later, he called off the wedding. Um, Carl has said in interviews since that while he doesn't regret the decision to call off the wedding, he regrets some of the ways that he went about it. I have to assume that means calling. Okay. And here's another thing. This is this is logistics, okay? So it's like Carl didn't call cameras to the house, but he told producers that things were rough and that he needed to have a conversation with Lindsay. And because he told producers that, the producers then sent the cameras to the apartment. Do you get what I'm saying? So it's like Carl wants to say, I didn't call production. Lindsay wants to say what did you think was going to happen? You know what I mean? So it's just like the the semantics of it all, the logistics of it all is where things get dicey. I think in any breakup, it's it's in those little details on how you interpret them, you know, the way that you will view the situation. So, um the thing also is that we're hearing two very different stories from Lindsay and from other people. You know, you hear people like Craig and Kyle and Carl, the boys, say they were fighting all summer, which, you know, Lindsay did say Craig was there for two days. So how would he really know? What, how, how many times was he there this summer? We don't know. Also, can you trust everything Kyle says because he is Carl's ally? But, you know, Lindsay is the only person on the other side saying, no, we didn't fight all summer. We had a couple of issues that we got through. And then in the last two weeks, everything went south. But here's the thing. Right now, we don't know what what version of the story is more accurate, but we will, right? We will see the season of Summer House. And of course, they could edit every little bad moment between Carl and Lindsay and have that be the entire season, or they can, you know take things from Lindsay's perspective and say yes we had a couple of rough moments but other than that we had a great fun summer he came to my bridal shower he had the guys tuxes fitting and then a week later he broke up with me you know so i think time will tell i'm going to wait until i see it to really formulate a complete opinion on it but like i said you know breakups are tough i think Lindsay's in a good place which you you would want, you know, she said it's been two months and she's like, my heart is full. I'm like, your heart's full after two months. It would, it would take me so long to get over relationships. And I don't know if it's because I'm like loyal to a fault, but I think Lindsay's a pretty loyal person as well. I don't know. Like God, Godspeed to you. I'm jealous because I was down and out for a year when my ex-boyfriend dumped me and he was a jerk. So Anyways, that's my thought on that. Bachelor news. Chris Harrison and Lauren Zima got married over the weekend and Bachelor Nation was out in full force. I don't know anything about Chris Harrison and Lauren Zima's wedding besides the fact that uh, Tisha Adams and Luke L. Branson were there together. Okay. Still going strong in a private relationship. I think about this relationship a lot, a lot more than I would like to admit. But, you know, I never thought our first serious Bachelor Bravo relationship crossover would be between Taysha Adams and Luke Galbranson. Taysha, Queen of New York, influencer, and Luke, magic, Mike, mountain man. You know, like, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm obsessed with it. I love the pairing, but I need to know what they talk about. I need to know what they do. I need to see Luke filming Tasha frolicking down the streets of New York city to promote the new shoe line. And I need to see Tasha Adams tapping maple trees in Minnesota. Can somebody give them their own reality show? Because I, I need to see this please. Opposites attract maybe. I don't know. It's very intriguing to me. Uh, Jason and Caitlin were also there, which is awkward. They broke up. You know, three months ago, called off their wedding. They've been back and forth kind of with some dramatics, you know, about the dogs and social media posts and all these things. Uh, but they wrote publicly on Instagram, Jason said, it was great seeing you, KB. And then Caitlin said, At Jason Tardick, it was great seeing you too, JT, right to the dance floor because we all killed it. Um, can I be honest? Like, I'm over it. I'm over it. I've moved on from the Caitlin Bristow, Jason Tardick drama. I've moved on. They're not getting married. They're not getting back together. So like, why are we going to sit here and dis- dissect this? You know, was it going to be awkward? Sure. We we expected that to be awkward, right? But I still just don't understand how all these reality TV people are good friends with their exes. Like, I don't understand it. Especially if you're supposed to get married and three months later, you see each like these people they're better than they're better people than i because even if my ex did nothing wrong i'd be like ew shun the non-believer get this man away from me you know i guess i am more of a Lindsay after all anyhow there you have it you guys that's all my brain could compute this week dealing with all the after effects of BravoCon. like i said if you want to know what tom sandoval and i talked about extra pop is up now on the patreon just search Morgan's Pop Talks. You can also listen to it on Spotify. Pop a batch coming out on Monday. And as always, love you like a sis. at Media Products hood.